Entry one, put yourself in their shoes. LinkedIn post starts. As a marketer, I don't often cold call. Yesterday I did this, and this is what I found out. It's very hard. We were running a cold calling demo day, and as part of the revenue team, I volunteered myself and my team to join forces with sales. So who was I calling? I pulled up a list of contacts who had engaged with some of our content in the last few months. And I had two top learnings. Number one, people didn't want to speak about cognizant or be sold to. Number two, people were more receptive to talking with a marketer. It suddenly seemed to disarm them, giving their feedback on our content and talking about why they liked it, what they would like to see more of um, and what they enjoyed. So how did I get on? 45 dials, two follow-up calls booked in, zero demos booked. So I don't think I'm going to be getting offered a job in sales anytime soon, but the knowledge and value the team and I got from speaking with our prospects, listening to what their pain points were, the languages that they used, their motivations for engaging with our content in the first place, and what really matters to them right now was actually invaluable. There's no doubt that this feedback will be far more valuable than any desk research I could have conducted. Importantly as well, I also much better understand what our sales team do every day and how hard it is. LinkedIn post ends. All right, starting us off here with some behind the scenes info that provides a bit of context to this post. So at this time, we were still running ebook downloads as a huge part of our marketing strategy. We were still very much on the MQL hamster wheel. We had dedicated MDRs following up on content downloads and we were running extensive cold calling blitzes on a regular basis. At this stage, our marketing team was only about three people and the company was maybe 40 in total. I was keen to drive alignment between each of the small pods. So I suggested that we join sales and made some cold calls ourselves. We decided we'd call the content we'd ordinarily send to sales. After all, we should put our money where our mouth is and see what quality we were driving. Plus, we knew we could hold our own in those conversations. Now, don't get me wrong, I certainly didn't take to it like a duck to water, but it was such a valuable experience. It was eye-opening, to say the least. Here are just a few of the responses that I got. Did I download something? I don't remember. Cognizant, who's that? What content are you talking about? Or, yeah, oh yeah, I've got that open on my desktop somewhere, but I haven't actually read it. And they weren't terribly warm conversations either, which was definitely a misconception we all had. We'd expected a more friendly reception because we thought, well, they've downloaded some of our content, they definitely know our brand, and there must be some level of interest. But in reality, it was very cold. And in some cases, even a bit more antagonistic because they didn't remember taking the action to download the content that we were actually telling them they did. So therefore, they didn't understand why we were calling and it made pitching cognizant really difficult. So that was a massive learning opportunity for us. And it was really the moment that sparked, there must be a better way. We could fortunately still get some really valuable data from the exercise once we were able to get people talking. It became less about selling cognizant, but much more about what our prospects cared about, what problems they were facing and what content they found interesting. And this really helped shape what we did next. Learning what language they used, what their views and opinions and sub various subjects were, getting to grips with that core persona and validating any messaging we wanted to test out. We used all this learning for, to help with creating website copy, building our messaging and positioning, and ultimately putting together our content plan that allowed us to scale. Because of the size of our marketing team at this time, I was pretty hands-on with each of these processes. So feeling like I had an insight into our prospects was incredibly valuable, and it always will be. So two key takeaways I gained from the experience. Number one, don't be afraid of getting involved. Get your hands dirty and get on the phone with your target personas. It's really not as scary or as hard as it might seem. They don't need to be customers either. Prospects can give really good insights as well. You just need to block out time in your calendar to do it. And number two, some of the best things you can do as a CMO to move the needle 
you can actually do for free and they just involve time. For example, using the insights you've learned on the phone to rework website copy or redesign high intent pages. These things can, can make a massive difference to numbers versus spending more on ads that on messaging that isn't resonating anyway. Honestly, I wish I'd spent more time calling prospects. It can lead to such quick wins and costs no money, just time. Any first time CMO who comes in saying, I think I can prove X, Y, and Z metric and do it without spending any money, just using my own time, that's definitely gonna be a big win. Again, I won't lie to you. When I started as CMO, I felt like I was blagging it. So decided I'm just gonna be the cheapest, hardest working CMO out there and bring the best value I can offer. So that was my mentality. And as you can imagine, that went down well with finance and the CEO. If you're able to make an impact without spending anything, of course, they're going to be happy. This is one of the areas where you can definitely do that.